time for St. Peter's Better Health Update, brought to you by St. Peter's Healthcare System, treating you better for life. Here's Bill Klaproth. Headache is one of the most common patient complaints heard inside a neurology office, and the overwhelming majority of headaches are primary headaches, such as migraine headaches or tension-type headaches. And while these forms of headache are painful and at times debilitating, they are ultimately benign, meaning they pose no danger to one's overall health. But when should you be concerned and when are neurologists concerned that a headache isn't just a headache? And we are pleased to have Dr. Jeffrey Greenberg, Neurology Division Chief at St. Peter's University Hospital with us today. Dr. Greenberg, thank you so much for sharing your time today. So what are the most common headache types you see in the clinical practice of adult neurology? Well, Bill, thank you for having me. Um, again, um, the most common headache types uh, fall under the category of primary headache disorders. These are the headaches, as you said, that uh, can be quite painful and debilitating, but there's really no underlying pathology or problem that's going to endanger the patient uh, or the patient's health. So the most common uh, type of primary headaches we see are, of course, migraine headaches with or without aura, tension-type headaches, which is your common headache that a person may have at home for a few hours and relieved with Tylenol, and then there's a potpourri of some less common headaches that we see that are also primary headaches, such as cluster headache, exertional headache, cough headache, and paroxysmal hemicrania, to name a few. Okay, so the most common type of headache is a primary headache. What would you call an uncommon type of headache? What is the terminology for that? Well, um, the main thrust today, Bill, that I'd like to emphasize is primary versus secondary headache. Okay, so there are so uncommon... Okay, so the uncommon ones are kind of the secondary headaches? Right. Okay, that's okay. correct. So less com- far less common than primary headaches are secondary headaches. And uh, those are the headaches that the patients worry that they have. Um, and so let's talk about the secondary headaches. Headaches that are secondary to an underlying either brain or systemic or, body, in other words, a body problem. Um, and so I'd like to give you a few examples of these, and this is an abridged version. But some Absol- examples absolutely. Of se- Okay, fantastic. Some of the some examples of secondary headaches would be headaches associated with head trauma, uh, headaches associated with uh, blood vessel malformations, sometimes rupture of an aneurysm, for example, um, headaches associated with brain tumors, infections of the brain or the covering of the brain called meninges, um, differences in pressure of the cerebrospinal fluid. That's the fluid that bathes the brain and spinal cord. If that pressure goes up or down, that can relate to headache. And then there's exposure to various uh, viral or bacterial issues and medications and also substances. Those would be some examples of secondary headaches. And how often, um, you know, how often do those things happen? You're talking about, head, you know, obviously head trauma is a random thing, but, uh, you know, blood vessel malformation, you know, brain tumor infection, spinal pressure. How often does that happen compared to regular primary headaches? Right. That, that, that's, a, that's a great question, Bill. Uh, I would say, you know, I've been in clinical practice for 11 years. I've seen thousands and thousands of headache patients, and the secondary headaches are, are really quite rare in my experience. Um, let's take brain tumors, for example. That's the feared diagnosis that many people have when they come in to the office or the hospital. It's true that about 50% of patients with a brain tumor will have a headache associated with it, often a tension type or migraine type headache, or seemingly one of those. But the fact of the matter is that uh, headaches, I'm sorry, brain tumors are quite 
quite rare in my general experience and account for only a small portion of all headaches that we see. Okay, so is there a, um, is there a red flag then in a, in a headache? I know this may be a, a silly question, but is there one that you see that is associated with uh, one of these secondary causes that, that can lead you to say, oh boy, there, this, is, this is not a primary headache. This, is, this could be of the secondary nature. Is it one right. that lasts uh, longer yeah. or is no, more intense? Uh, or? Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'll be happy to talk about a few of those. Um, before, before we talk about the red flags, and when I say red flags, I mean things that capture and pique our attention as neurologists to really strongly consider the possibility of a secondary headache disorder. What gets us to, what gets us to sit up and really uh, concern ourselves about that particular headache? Um, before right. I get into that, I do want to emphasize that um, the neurological history is of utmost importance. About 85% of neurological diagnosis, diagnoses are made by history. So we would ask the patient um, if it's a first or worst headache, how bad the headache pain is, if the headache different than the usual headache, what the symptoms are during the headache and now, uh, characterize the pain, want to look at the medications and medical problems the patient has, and also, importantly, the tempo of the headache. So those are some of the questions we would be asking in the history to try to start to think about whether this is a secondary headache. Now, in terms of what really stands out for us, uh, the buzzwords first and worst really come to mind. Mm -hmm. The first headache of your life, especially if you're an older, older adult, or the worst headache of your life, especially if it's come on rather suddenly, these are things that really concern us mm -hmm. and alert us to the possibility of a secondary headache. Um, headaches that uh, increase in frequency and severity over time, uh, that's a concern. Another red flag would be headaches in patients who have HIV or risk factors for HIV or cancer. Headaches associated with signs of systemic illness, such as fever, stiff neck, or rash. Um, headaches that are associated with focal neurological signs, and that's something I'll talk about in a few moments when I talk about the neurological examination and signs being a finding on the examination. Mm -hmm. uh, we worry when we see things like optic disc edema, that's swelling of the optic nerve head, and that can represent or be indicative of raised pressure within the cranium. And also, of course, headaches subsequent to head trauma can be of concern. So those are the red flags that make myself and other neurologists sit up and say, let's look into this very closely and not miss a secondary headache. So that's uh, excellent, excellent information. So for our listener right now, if one of those things is happening to them or, or like you just described, that would be reason to call a neurologist and set up an appointment because that may not just be a regular primary headache then. That's, that's correct. And, and in fact, um, often when we think of secondary headaches, uh, well, that's, that's a correct statement. Uh, still, if you have these things, they still often turn out to be primary headaches but we have to rule out secondary headache processes, and these are things that make us uh, think to do that more strongly. Okay, so you were going to talk about the examination process. Why don't you tell us uh, about that right now? Sure, I'll, I'll be happy to. Um, I wanted to highlight uh, several of these red flags, um, and just in the interest of time, I've chosen three. So the first okay. one I'd like to, to highlight, if that's okay with you, Bill. Absolutely. Okay. So the first one I'd like to highlight is a patient that comes in for, with, with a headache. Uh, we, take an, we take the history, as I mentioned before, and we do a neurological examination. And for those uh, listeners out there who have not had a neurological examination, it's a, it's a little bit unusual. It's unlike your regular medical exam. We, walk, we watch you walk. We check your balance. 
strength, reflexes. We check muscle tone. We look at coordination. We look at the eyes, mouth, face, and so forth. These are called, uh, that's the cranial nerve examination. And we do some other um, things such as watching how you move your finger, take your finger and move from your nose to the examiner's finger. And that's all coordination issues uh, in addition to strength and sensation. And if we find something on the exam that looks abnormal, it shouldn't be there. Uh, for example, weakness on one side of the body, uh, abnormal sensation on the other side of the body, an abnormal walk, um, let's say a visual field cut, uh, not being able to see out of one field of vision. These are signs, things that we see on the exam that the patient themselves may not be aware of. Sometimes it's subtle, and that will alert us and say, listen, let's, let's focus in on that specific area of the brain that controls that function. And if that's in conjunction with a headache, that's a red flag for us. There may be something underlying within the brain itself. Um, Bill, may I go on with two other uh, red flags, which I'd like to highlight for the listeners? Absolutely. Why don't we close out with those two last uh, red flags? Fantastic. So, again, I want to go back to the buzzwords of first and worst. And when I talk about first headache, I'm talking mostly about those in the, in the older folks. Um, if, an older, if an older person, uh, let's say above 60-ish, has a, uh, a new headache, and they have, for example, pain when they chew, scalp tenderness, muscle aches, and so forth, we have to be concerned about inflammation of the blood vessels called temporal arteritis. It's something we mm -hmm. must rule out um, through blood tests, sometimes through a biopsy of an artery, and implications of the consequences of missing that are potentially vision loss. We cannot miss that. So older folks with new headaches, something we take very seriously. And finally, I want to highlight the concept of the sudden severe headache. This is okay. called a thunderclap headache, that the, the intensity of the headache reaches maximal intensity very, very quickly. And I've had patients who've had these, and they describe it as if they were walking back, they were walking to, into a room, and they thought somebody hit them in the back of the head with a two-by-four. That's how bad it is. Now, that can still be a primary headache, like a what we'll call a crash migraine, which is a migraine variant. But to any uh, neurologist out there, that's a very alarming story. And until we prove otherwise, we're very, very concerned about a number of secondary headache disorders, uh, foremost of which is rupture of an aneurysm leading to bleeding mm -hmm. in the gyri or crevices of the brain. And that's a neurological slash neurosurgical emergency that needs to be addressed right away because there's a high mortality and even morbidity rate. Gotcha. Great, great information for anybody that's suffering from a headache. So just one quick last question. For somebody that does have a headache and they come to you and say, well, when should I see the doctor in general? Is there an easy statement to say, when should you go see a, a, a doctor if you're concerned about a headache? I'm, so, I'm sorry, Bill. So it's if a patient... Uh, asks their internist, for example, when they should see a neurologist. Yeah, or, or somebody's just thinking to themselves, boy, boy, you know, I've got this headache, or I've had these headaches for a while, maybe I should go see a neurologist. What do, What would you say to that person? When should somebody go see a neurologist? Well, I, I, I think if it's a matter of a person having a certain headache type for a number of years, and things really haven't changed much, um, there's nothing new, it's not worsening, there's no change in headache pattern, Chances are that's not a secondary headache. Chances are it's a primary headache. Mm -hmm. And uh, unless their primary physician steers them, sees something or hears something that feels uh, that makes them feel strong and they should see a neurologist, they don't necessarily have to. But uh, they certainly can if they want to because people are always concerned about secondary headaches. 
Uh, but I would say if there's a, a first or worst headache, if there's a change in your headache pattern, or there's other things going on in your medical life, a new infection, a new medical condition, uh, so on and so forth, that would be things that, I, that would prompt me to recommend that they be evaluated by a neurologist. All right. Very good information, Dr. Greenberg. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your time today. And for more information on St. Peter's, please visit stpetershcs.com. That's stpetershcs.com. This is St. Peter's Better Health Update. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.